Hello, welcome back to Safe Space, wherever you're watching from. Thank you for checking out the YouTube video, listening on Spotify, and just, again, wherever you join us. My favorite thing to do lately is really dive into the home remedies that I'm able to do and consistently afford. I'm definitely one of those people that uh, loves diving into any part of the beauty industry to figure out what miracle cream I can help to, you know, make my face smoother, brighter, less dry skin, all of that fun stuff. Um, but I struggled with eczema since I was young. So when I kept going to either the doctor or the dermatologist for any of the flare-ups that I had, they would always say, oh, it could be from a chemical in your clothes. We don't know. It could be from a detergent that you use. It could be from a food that you're eating. You know, whatever comes, goes into your body is obviously going to be pushed out through your skin. So obviously you're having a negative reaction to something in your life, but you know, we're not going to be able to pinpoint it today in this doctor's office. Um, no fault to them because we have no ideas what type of chemicals are actually coming in and out of these products that we see. So luckily in my younger years, I was super ignorant and tend to um, just kind of negate the fact that we should probably go back into nature and figure out, you know, why, why are all of these plants here to help us out? And why are all of us so addicted to the synthetic things that have been pushed to us? So um, over the last five years, I've done a lot of research. I've met a lot of amazing owners of apothecaries, master herbalists, and um, taking the things that they've taught me, I've taken it back to my own notebook and really have picked up a lot of things and put down things that have worked and um, things that I just really want to figure out how to put into my everyday life. So scrolling at the bottom of the screen, you're going to see I have Hoosier Health on Facebook. That's my friend, Tiffany Hoosier. She is a master herbalist and she is completely dedicated to the natural life, bringing you back home to yourself, revitalizing your mind, revitalizing your soul and, and your body, right? So a couple of the things I'm going to talk about today are things that I have been putting in my everyday life because they are extremely affordable. There are things in your house that you already have. If you don't have, they're easily accessible and you can whip them up and use them whenever you would like. Like I said, um, these are affordable. I would love a miracle cream that I could consistently buy over and over and I didn't really feel like it was like breaking the bank. But again, I really have no clue what anybody's selling me more in a lot of these companies. Um, I read in a documentary, I shouldn't say read in a documentary, I saw in a documentary and did my own research afterwards that there is the phrase fragrance on a lot of the products that we get, whether it's cleaning products, perfumes, you name it, it's in there. But um, there is a weird loophole where they're able to hide hundreds of chemicals just in the word fragrance. I think that's insane. Okay. I wish that I could name the documentary, but I do know that there was a kid who kept going into anaphylactic shock because people would spray like Axe body spray around him. And it kept happening to the point where his school was like, Hey, nobody can have this. Like this kid's going to die because we can't figure out what certain chemical in this product is, you know, supposedly suspiciously 
maybe afflicting this kid. So um, I do know from the documentary again um, that the mother had reached out to the company if they could disclose their ingredients so they could go back to the doctor and see why their kid was having, her kid was having this adverse effect. And of course they weren't going to disclose it. So she went down the whole legislative lobbyist rabbit hole of why these companies were able to um, be able to hide the ingredients that we're supposedly buying for them or pretending they're selling us one thing, but there's a bunch of other stuff in it. Um, I don't really want to go super far down the rabbit hole because I'm really not here to condemn any of these companies. I'm really here to bring an awareness to the fact that um, before any of these companies existed, a lot of the herbs that we're all coming back to in a holistic lifestyle and a lot of the things laying around our house are 100% here for us and our body is able to digest these down. I have not had any sort of eczema flare-up in years thanks to the research that I've done on my diet and the research that I'm going to present to you today of my own findings. So in the morning when I wake up about two to three days a week, I have a super easy face mask that I like to do to really tighten my pores, rejuvenate my skin, and just add some all over maybe placebo effective. Yes, my wrinkles aren't coming in as fast as they were when I was using other products. So I wake up in the morning and I grab an egg yolk and some honey and I mix it together and I slather it all over my face and I slather it down my neck and even up here, like past my collarbones and a little bit down. Cause that is very thin layers of skin that is going to age faster due to probably sun exposure. And you know, just the fact that you got some, you got them some thin skin over here on your neck. So um, for those of you again, who are like, what egg and honey, that's crazy. Why would I do that? That food's for me to eat. It is for you to eat, but it's also good for your body because your body can break it down and absorb it. So why the skin, which is the biggest organ on your whole body, would it not be good for that? Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that label like 10 bullet points of, Hey, here's all the thing that honey and egg can be mixed to do together for you. I'm here to show you what I've been doing, plant some seeds, and I really want to push you out into a lot of the other blogs that are out there so you can go and, again, do your own research, find your own awareness, and what works for you works for you. So, yes, it is said that it can tighten your pores, clear out bacteria, help with wrinkles, moisturize. Um, you could go down the honey and egg rabbit hole all day long, so that's my little tidbit for you. Like I said, I do it about two, three times a week. If I don't need it, I'll skip a day and I don't mind, but I do find it extremely empowering to wake up in the morning and know that this very low cost thing has added 10 times more vitality to my life than I've ever found in any quote unquote miracle cream that I wish was helping my face. But again, I'm one of those people. I'm very conscientious about the chemicals that are going in my body because I am aware a lot of the stuff cannot be broken down. So moving on from a face mask. Um, another thing I like to do, I don't do this every day because it's obviously an exfoliant, but I do a exfoliating recipe with coffee grounds, coconut oil, honey, and squeezed lemon. And sometimes I will add an Epsom salt and a couple different essential oils if I feel it. So I actually take the coffee that's already been made in our coffee machine and I'll lay it out and I'll let it air dry for several days to make sure it's super dry. I've never just pulled coffee out of the cabinet that hasn't been roasted and done it. So I'm not going to recommend that only because I haven't tried it. And I really only want to direct from my own experience. 
So that's the prep that I do have to do to get the coffee into it. But there are other companies that you could buy for, buy from if you're really looking for that like extra exfoliant. So breakdown of this is grab your coffee grounds, melt your coconut oil a little bit. It depends on how exfoliating and rough you really want this to go. If you want it to be more of like creamy and silky and glide over your skin a little bit, you can do that. If you want it a little thicker and chunkier to let that coffee ground really scrub up against that dry skin, it's just going to be really what you want because you're your own doctor now, right? Okay. So coffee grounds, coconut oil, squeeze some honey in there. And then I squeeze about a half a lemon in mine, depending on how big the bulk is for me. If I'm just going to do a face exfoliant, it's going to be maybe half a lemon for me specifically. If I'm going to do my whole body, I do a pretty big portion because I'm going to lather up from head to toe. And for me specifically, I'm going to do, hmm, again, I'll let it sit on for maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15. The lemon, if anybody uses lemon on their body for anything whatsoever, it's going to tingle. And my tingle can only go so far on my body and my face before I'm like, get this off of me. Um, but you'll notice after you're rinsing it all off, a lot of the pores that you could possibly have a lot of ingrown hair issues with. They will clear up over time with this. It's natural. It's made from Mother Earth. So again, you don't have to worry about any weird sneaky chemicals coming in. I won't even get started on maybe what they're putting, you know, spraying on the fruit and shit. So we're just going to skip on by that. But um, the coconut oil that is left behind after your deliciously warm shower uh, is amazing. And I will go ahead and reapply coconut oil or I will be starting castor oil soon into that remedy as well because it's really going to sop up and moisturize any of those pores and places on your body that, you know, have been needing some attention. So my next favorite thing to do is uh, a foot bath for myself. So I actually saw a TikTok video where someone was rubbing lime all over their feet to kind of help with like calluses and dryness on their feet. And especially in this season that we're in, cracked feet are just inevitable with how much we're all on our feet and moving around and honestly how neglected they are. So no matter if you're a man or a woman, I highly recommend that you grab a warm foot bath. If you don't have one, just plug your tub up for a bit, fill it up a little bit, scrub your feet with some soap and water, whatever soap you decide. I love using the homemade stuff again from a beautiful local vendor that I know. Um, I will scrub my whole feet with lime, kind of like I'm already using a pumice rock. And that is going to feel amazing. It's not going to tingle. And again, I implore you to do your own research of Lyme on feet because it could be different for everybody. Like if you have a Lyme allergy, this obviously isn't for you. But you can always take the Lyme out because the next step is I'm going to use a pumice rock. I hope I said that right. Um, and I'm just going to scrub in circular motions, keep dipping my feet back into the water and really looking for that smoothness after anything that you're going to exfoliate, you're going to want to make sure that you're moisturized. So again, this is one of the last steps of my self-care self-help, um, routine. So after I get all that done, I dry my feet off, I go and I warm up some coconut oil and I lather the absolute shit out of my feet and at my legs. And I put my warm, cozy socks on that I like, and I keep them on all night as much as I can. 
um, to really let that oil soak in and help any of those harder spots really seek the moisturizer. If you've ever seen those like callus grater things, they look like cheese graters for your feet. Um, I don't recommend those and I don't personally recommend them because when I was about 21, I had a nail salon. And one thing that I learned from going to nail school and learning about the body is a callus is a protective agent on your body. So that grater is going in and it looks on the surface like it's going to take that callus away, but the callus is actually protecting that skin underneath that's like built up over it. So what it's actually going to do over time from my experience as a nail technician and an avid pedicure giver is it's going to make that callus bigger over time. Now, obviously they're made to like fast act and go through. And I know there are some calluses out there that need that for the beginning, but you need a deeper preventative measure after you're going to get that top layer off which again is probably the pumice rock, which is a gentler exfoliant and definitely some moisturizing and just giving your feet the attention that they deserve. So I, again, personally, in my experience, I don't like using the greater things because it's just going to irritate the callus more is what I found on older clients that I worked with. Again, all of these are based on my experience. So please do your own research. <sighs> Man, just talking about a foot bath makes me want to go have one right now too. Um, anyways, don't forget coconut oil. If you want to throw some essential oils on your feet, do your research on which ones work best. They're all wonderful for different points on our body. So facial maintenance, I actually got this tip from my mom. Um, I, in the summer, will get like that layer of almost like, you know, greasy, like skin almost. And I really need like some acidic level to kind of eat away that stuff and rebalance my face out. Cause I sway in between dry and, oh no, I have too much moisture on my face. So I'm really trying to balance out the oils inside of my body that are coming out. That also comes out in diet and how much water I do and how active I am. But as far as like, if I have like um, a blemish area pop up or even like an acne attack right before I'm getting ready to go through a woman's cycle, I will grab a lemon from the fridge and I will just swirl it around on the parts of my face. If I already have a drier area of my face, I do not hit it with the lemon because it really doesn't need that attention. This is like, I want you to picture like the little Pac-Man eating away all the bullshit on your face that you don't want. Again, the tingle is going to tell you um, when you really want to take it off. I wouldn't say no more than five or 10 minutes um, for me because the tingle will eventually hurt. I do try to keep it away from my under eye area because right under here, your under eye is literally the most sensitive um, under eye area. And I don't want lemon or anything acidic near that at least for a lemon. If anybody has any other comments of why you probably should put a lemon, go ahead and link it down below. I would really love to hear if it's okay to do that, but I usually keep it on like the chunkier parts of my face. And again, any of my problematic areas, which used to be the hairline on my forehead right here on the side of my face. And even my chin was really stupid a couple years ago, especially after having a baby dealing with all the hormonal fluctuations. Thank God for looking into herbalism because Oh my gosh, I'd be down deep in some miracle creams that I'm like, why isn't it working? Uh, the latest recommendation I did get, which I'm starting this week, is freezing a cucumber in your freezer 
cutting it in half or into how many sections to use it as much as you want, and then washing your face to get all the bacteria off, taking the frozen cucumber and sliding it all over your face. So I have made um, face masks before. I have done cucumber, aloe vera, honey, lemon, and I did coconut oil afterwards, but I ended up blending those together and using that as a face paste in the morning, probably within the last year I've done that. Um, I've created a supremely close bond with my aloe vera plant, so I had to quit cutting her limbs off because it was making me sad. So I also quit doing the aloe vera paste because of that. For all my plant people, you understand. If you name them, it's hard to really cut them and use them. You're just like, okay, Vera, I'm going to get you a friend that I'm going to put in my homemade remedies. But either way, um, looking up the beautiful, beautiful results that cucumber can not only do to the inside of your body, but the outside of your body, there's honestly just no denying that this trick will work. And I am adding it too. I have not fully tried it yet, but my friend Christian has recommended it to me. Her face looks amazing. And honestly, like she is a makeup artist and I trust her. I trust her because she wants that skin looking good under that makeup that she's putting on. So thank you, Christian. I'm adding it to my remedy and I'm hoping anybody out there tries it as well. <sighs> is there anything else on this that I should tell you? Yes, yes, yes. Um, for all my women out there, and again, I'm not demonizing any companies out there telling you, oh, please get away from all of this. Just bring it into yourself and try whatever you would like. There's a lot of chemicals in these products and they can just disrupt the shit out of your hormones. So if you're have a poor diet, if your mind's going freaking crazy, if your cycle's out of whack and you haven't looked into anything in holistic medicine, herbalism, or any of the things that I've said, I honestly, I ask you to not do it all at once. I ask you to just take time and look through one product at a time and really ask yourself, you know, why am I using this? What is this actually doing to my body? And is there a healthier, more natural way that I can use this? Because I have found that these home remedies make me feel damn good. So one of the other things that I've been doing is anytime I eat a lemon or an orange, I'll take the peel and I'll put it in a mason jar with that. Well, basically I'll just fill the jar up with white vinegar and I close the jar and I put it in a dark cabinet for about two weeks. I take it out every day and I shake the shit out of it. And, um, I make my own cleaner for my floors and my counters now, because again, do your own research, lemons and oranges plus vinegar is wow. That really smells freaking delicious. And oh my gosh, there's not a bunch of hidden chemicals that I have no idea are seeping into my skin. So, hmm, what else should I say before I go? Oh, I do have another thing. So if you haven't went over to Hoosier Health, she does have a group that is extremely interactive where you can ask any questions under the sun to this amazing master herbalist. She will post questions that you can ask about, hey, like what old time remedies do you still use that you can't really get away from? And the latest one that I like, especially for cold and throat season, is talking about iodine painting on your neck. Now, again, I implore you, do your own research for yourself and your own body. All of our bodies are so different and they definitely need other things. But again, she posted something on December 4th that says, iodine painting for a sore throat. One of the best remedies our great grandparents used to soothe a sore throat within hours. 
Now, I would like to say that I'm not one of those people that likes to demonize modern or Western medicine, even though I've been put through the ringer through mental health, eczema creams, and so many things that I couldn't even name right now. Um, I understand how important like antibiotics are. I'm very grateful for that bubblegum pink medicine that they give my daughter if anything happens. But I also like to do some cold remedies that I have found online with the garlic and the onion and the honey um, to, again, bring it more natural back home. I am a hybrid healer, so I do believe in a lot of the goodness that Western medicine has. But I also just believe in what our ancestors and what truly God creator spirit has given us on this earth. I do believe that the convenience of modern life has really taken us away from that because, yeah, it does take some research, some time, some awareness and some trial and error to figure out what really works for you. And sometimes I understand it's easier for an advertiser to come to you and go here. Here's your here's your magic concoction already in a bottle for you. So if you don't want to do any of these remedies at your home because you just don't have time or don't want to do it, there are plenty of herbalists out there. There are plenty of holistic companies out there that do love you so much that they have mass produced these products for you. And honestly, I highly recommend buying local, going to a farmer's market and really helping all of these small businesses that are out here truly caring about what they're putting in their body and what you're putting in your body. So if you have any questions, any comments, even if you're like, oh shit, that's bat crazy, I don't mind. I just really love if you would put it in the comments and we can all learn from each other. I'm still adding things to my everyday life and man, it just gets better and better. And it's so fun to take care of your body. It's so fun to want to live and want to learn and actually see what the world has to offer us outside of just going and buying something on a shelf. So before we get out of here, besides playing the music, if you see the beautiful mountains behind me, I just wanted to let you know they are called the Rainbow Mountains. They are from the Cusco region in Peru. Um, they're the Andes Mountains, you know what I'm saying? So I dream of going to this place when I do an ayahuasca retreat, even though they're far between the retreat and the mountain area. But I thought this would be a really cool landscape for you to look at. And I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this video watch the audio, see how I mix those up. Yep. Anyways, I'm going to get out of here. I really want you to send me your things below and please go over to Hoosier Health. She's going to be jo joining us in 2024 to teach us more home remedies and really how to take our power back and take care of ourselves. Thank you, my friends. And of course, before we go, I have Neovi taking us out with his beautiful song, Destiny. We'll see you on the next episode.